Good morning to all listeners. The second episode talked about how to practice loving kindness meditation. And in this episode, I want to share a few things. Uh, Why should one practice or bring loving kindness into their life? As we all know, we have plenty negativity around the world and we want to change the world. Unfortunately, when we try to change the world from outside in, perhaps it will take our lifetime to do even a minor, uh, achieve a minor change in outside. So the Buddhist way to look at change is inside out. And that's why uh, Buddha mentions, the Buddha's teaching frequently talks about practicing loving kindness. And I will using a sutta in the uh, Tripitaka, the three baskets of teachings. And one of them is the miscellaneous collection, the very last one. There's one sutta called Mittani Sangsa or Metta Sutta, which means a teaching of loving kindness. So based on that teaching, um, loving kindness and also other resources in the Buddhist text is that loving kindness should start from you. And there's a story about a king uh, who was in love with his wife, his queen, of course. One day he wanted to ask his wife that who is the most beloved person to her in the world, expecting that she would say, it's you, my dear king. But uh, she responded that I love myself the most. And King was little taken by surprise by the response, and but it bothered him for a little bit. And and the same day he went to the Buddha, and inquired. You know, I asked Mallika, the queen's name, uh, who does she love the most? And she said she loves herself the most. And Buddha used that opportunity as a moment to teach. And that's where Buddha highlighted that. That's why, when you practice loving kindness. You should always start from yourself because we are the most near and dear person to ourselves. And thinking of emergency situations uh, makes sense that we would not think or we cannot uh, think of other people first while you are in danger. And the other explanation would be if you are full of hatred, full of anger, full of um, jealousy, you cannot expect other people to do any better. So it's a good place to start. Let's, let's keep it that way. And the other important part in loving kindness is that uh, loving kindness is practiced through three ways. First one is you practice through your thoughts. The second one is you practice through your speech. And third one is you practice through your action. Um, Some people misunderstand, well, if I just practice loving kindness in my thoughts, I should be a kind person. Well, that's a good start, but that does not make you a compassionate or caring person because we can think anything we want. And it's the easiest thing to do is thinking, but now bringing that into practice is the hard part. In Pali, we have Kainamitta, that means you know you show loving kindness through your body and wachi that means the speech loving kindness through your speech and 
of course, thinking. Now, when you practice, I want to keep it to practice. When you practice loving kindness, you are training your mind to identify these um, positive thoughts or realistic thoughts about yourself. And it will help to not have too many negative thoughts. And in the later episode, I plan to talk about Buddhist psychology. You, know, you cannot have two types of consciousness at the same time. So when you have consciousness that is based on wholesome, which is free from hatred, free from desire, and free from ignorance, you're more than likely to have positive experience. So that's why we start with the thought. And when we train to use uh, compassionate or loving kindness speech, which is you don't want to hurt other people's feelings and you don't want to fool other people's. So I like to put it that way because when I say don't hurt other people, does not mean encouraging you to lie or uh, praise without any credits. You, you speak the truth, but also at the same time, you speak with some softness, some you know care and love. And same thing with the action. You say that you care about it, but by action, if you are less considerate, even for yourself, you, know, you say, I love myself, but you engage in unhealthy behavior that shows your thoughts and speech is contradictory to your action. So that's where the second part is like you practice loving kindness in your thoughts first, then you try to bring it in your speech, then you try to bring it into your action. But what is the outcome of this loving kindness? In the Buddhist philosophy, you find many benefits, and I want to list a few based on this sutta. The person who is practicing loving kindness, it uh, he or she is training uh, their mind to be calm in any given time. Now, if somebody suffers from insomnia, most of the time it's not that physical, uh, not except for some physical condition like sleep apnea. In general, people who suffer from anxiety or depression, they tend to have too many thoughts right before they fall asleep. Now, loving kindness helps you to ground your mind, uh, ground your mind to filter some of those negative thoughts. And the Buddha explained that the first benefit of loving kindness practice is that you sleep at ease. Sleep becomes easier. And in, in future episodes, we will see how to use your own mind and your body to relax. So first benefit is you sleep at ease. And when you sleep at ease, of course, the second benefit, you wake happily because you feel, you feel rested and you are not having uh, any trouble falling asleep. Then the outcome is like waking up easily. And the third benefit is that you don't have nightmares. You may not struggle from uh, unnecessary and super scary dreams at night. And in Pali, the fourth benefit is shown as you are protected by non-human beings. Because in Buddhism, we talk about uh, deities, not a god or the dog, the god, but deities. You're protected by non-humans. In a way, you are a, an example, your model for kindness. And the fifth one uh, is you don't get harmed by your own, you know, the, in Pali it says fire, poison, and blade. But to me, it's very symbolic. You don't have much trouble with your own 
scary thoughts like the full of hatred, full of desire, full of ignorance, those thoughts could be equivalent to poison, blade, and uh, fire. So you don't have much of those going on. The number sixth is your mind quickly concentrate. So you, you can quickly enter into this immersion. If you're taking a task, your mind is calm, it's easier to get into those tasks than spending too long uh, to learn about it, to, to, to get it completed. That's number uh, seven. Number eight is your face is clear and bright. You become a pleasant person, I think that was from the yesterday's episode, uh, you become a clear and bright person. Now, it doesn't mean you, you're going to be handsome and pretty. It means your blood circulation is better and that removes all the negative thoughts and vibration from, from your system and makes it somewhat pleasant person to be around. You speak gently, you speak the truth, you are not against many people. And that's another benefit. Number nine is you don't feel lost when you die. That's a big part. You know, when you die, you are mindful. You're you're aware about your death, and that's one of the biggest benefits I see when people are uh, mind, uh, practicing loving kindness. They are not worried about too many things, but in the present moment, they are accepting the process of death. And the last one is, of course, and for Buddhists, those who believe in rebirth, or if you don't in any other sort of afterlife, that would be pleasant. So you, you will be born in a better realm, or at least I would say your death would be pleasant. That means whatever comes after your death would be pleasant as well. So these are the 10 benefits uh, of loving kindness, uh, 11 benefits of loving kindness, which is awesome to have and worth trying, not just, um, hearing but trying to repeat that practice trying to spend few minutes showing that love and care for yourself because you are the most lovable lovable person to you show that love and care to yourself and take that practice to the next level by showing the same level of love and care to other people that you live with and it starts with your thought then it comes into your speech then it comes to your action and then you take it to everyday practice and benefit from this training. So those are some reasons why we can make this loving kindness part of our life and benefit from this every day.